even in a land of adventure, not everyone is destined for greatness. These are their stories. Welcome to Very Random Encounters, a show where we play pen and paper RPGs in which we've randomly determined as many things as possible, including characters, villains, names, places, and other epic stuff. It all comes together to be a very random encounter. I'm Lee. I'm Logan. I'm Wheels. And I'm Greg. Hey, it's a new season! Oh my god! It's a Lee season. It's a Lee Lee's back! It's very (laughs) exciting. So there's somewhere out there, someone has a days since Lee has GM'd on very random encounters <laughs> marker, and they're just they're slating it down back to zero. <laughs> Are they sad or happy? Sad. <laughs> they're elated. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure which one I am, to be honest. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, same whenever it's my turn. <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, this is um, character creation. So uh, we are using D&D Beyond to, um, to do our characters. So uh, I think, Wheels, you wanted to start? I did. What do I do? What, 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 is there a big red button I hit? I think so. I don't know what happens when you... Um, the, the big red button that I see is leave, and I doubt that. So <laughs> I think you want to edit your character. So the one that says Wheels character, yeah, edit that. I've gone there. The first thing it, it asks me is what sources I want to allow. Okay, all of that should be set for you, hopefully. Everything should Morty. be selected. I was going to say, are we turning Rick and Morty content on? <laughs> <laughs> I have it turned off currently. Uh-huh. If, if there you is need nothing it in, your in life. that book that you need, I will okay. pro- promise you this. You never need to turn on Rick and Morty content. We haven't even mentioned that we're using the book this season. Oh, my oh, gosh. Yeah. yeah. And that's like Hi. what the season's going to be called. <laughs> Hi. Um, we're, we're the show, Very Random Encounters, where we read... <laughs> A scripted opening every single time uh-huh. and um, <laughs> it turns out though that this one <laughs> welcome to very random encounters a show where we play a pen and paper rpg from a book that we wrote from, yeah. from that we wrote it <laughs> we, we wrote this one from that we wrote it that you can, you buy. can buy it a bit.ly forward slash random book with a capital r and b and 18 US dollars. Presumably, you're listening to this on the last day that you can pre order the book. Pre order. If you're listening (laughs) to this on the day that it comes out. But I have great news for you. If you missed that last day to pre order it, you can do what I call post ordering, which other people (laughs) call ordering (laughs) or buying. You can just buy it. You can just buy it. Yeah. Um, So that's that's that. Yeah. This is (laughs) all the encounters. So the the general setting is DD. The races and the and the um the classes that we're playing, all that stuff is D and D, but the um encounters that we're going to be playing and a lot of the NPCs that we're going to be meeting and a lot of the downtime stuff that we're going to be doing is all 100 percent the book. I'm so excited. I know, and um, so this season will be a little different. Um, in a lot of ways, I think it's going to be different. But um, one of the ways is that. 
instead of waiting a hundred percent for the after show to tell you um what what the random thing is <laughs> probably gonna be all on the table i'm gonna let you know i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you Ooh. what which one we rolled and which one we're playing so um, yeah as we go so you'll you'll know that and you'll have the book and you'll be like wow that's that's how they did that, that thing that they rolled that's amazing <laughs> um yeah so it's gonna be really fun and i'm really excited about it okay so i'm just gonna go to number one race yes and then what you're gonna do in the discord is give me a d23 roll i'd love to all right now i'm counting 17 down i assume no i have it on here i so for this season i have decided to not use every race available but a lot of them, right? I've pretty, I've, yeah, I've used a lot of. I mean, twenty three of them. That's true. Um, oh, there you go. <laughs> it's more than the base book. I've chosen to um, mostly take out all the base, the base ones. Um, oh, silly, silly humans! Mm-hmm. Get out of here! Yeah. All right. So wheels, you have rolled fairy. Oh, <gasps> now, now I'm so jealous. Ooh, fun. I'm jealous too. I'm just gonna rub it in your face all season, Greg. <laughs> Uh, listen, I'm not taking anything off. So that's fairy true. Is we could have a... again. Now, in in the fairy uh, world, there are some choices for you to make additionally. Right. So you can choose plain fairy, in which case you'll just select fairy on that sheet, and we'll go from there. Or you can choose to roll a d4 and get a sub um, class of fairy. That of course, I'm going to do that. You're giving me more that's dice rolls. Yes. yes. <laughs> A D4, you said? Uh-huh. Two. Okay, that is a dragonfly. Just kidding, that's a butterfly. Cute. Yes. Aww. Dexterity up by two, charisma by one. Yep, after you've done that. I have an ability I... called tiny hands. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now I just go to class, I assume, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, class should be next. A the 14. A D14. 10. Um, that is a rogue. All right. I got, what did I get? I got dexterity. I got two dexterity up. So that works real nicely. Um, do I have to make it? Oh, yeah. I have to choose my proficiencies, looks like. Do I do those? Am mm-hmm. I doing those randomly too, or am I choosing those skill proficiencies? No, you can choose those. Um, or is also, we can skip this part and just go to the um, doing your name and. Ability scores. Sure. Great. Although rogues are pretty easy. You probably already know what you would want to do for that. (laughs) I got some ideas. I mean, our show, if anything, if you already have some preconceived notions, the the one of the shows to throw them in the (laughs) (laughs) trash. You should eventually get to one where it lets you do the um, ability scores. Sure does. Okay, and at the top, there's some choices and a drop down. There is. We're gonna do the manual slash rolled, and then just hit roll on all of them. Um, yes, but we're gonna do two groups, so you can add a group. Gotcha. And then you're gonna roll both groups, and then pick between group A or group B. Oh, which one of that that I want? Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you just delete the other one. Oh my, there are 3D dice being rolled on my browser. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, it's so good. All right, I am choosing the first group, so now I just need to assign them to the stats that I want. Mm-hmm. Yep, and just uh, let us know what you're doing. 
So I have Charisma 12, Intelligence 12. Charisma will be 13 with the racial modifier. Intelligence 12, Strength 12, Dexterity 13 or 15 with the racial modifier, 11 Wisdom, 13 Constitution. That sounds fun. All right. Um, So then on the next screen, I think this is where it's going to let you choose like languages and a background. Yeah. Things like that. So backgrounds are weird. There's so many of them and most of them are um, no. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I... I'm going to let you decide. You can choose, you can like look through um all the homebrew stuff if you want to. You can look through the backgrounds. You can write your own background. You can do what you want to with with that. I like backgrounds personally, but you know. Yeah, I mean it's we- um, Yeah, I mean you're not beholden to whatever it says. Mhm. I tried to go through and like come up with some good backgrounds to make a list out of to have it random and it was like just so much work that I decided not to. But all I know is that this list has very few good things on it. <laughs> yeah, I'll come back and I'll look at what ones I got options. Yeah, of, which ones are available to me? So then you know all your all your character details, your alignments, and your all that stuff. That that's a choice. Um, your characteristics, all those things. Yeah. Um. So then, if you do next, that's our equipment. We are going to randomize equipment, but I think we're going to do it on Saturday. Okay. Because I have a, a little bit of a plan for, for the first. Excellent. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, this, this part's going to go pretty quickly, really. I just need a name, right? Yeah, you just need a name. So, in the fantasy name generator, there is a whole page that I lost, apparently, for... Oh, I closed it. Um, Just for, like, the different races of D&D. You can pick that, or you can go with your own uh, yeah i'm assuming yeah i'm just doing fairy na- names generator mm-hmm, yeah you can do that sounds dope fairy names all right and then how many does it generate 10 so give myself a d10 here luke swift world oh interesting i like that is luke spelled like l-u traditional way l-u-k-e i mean if it works for a skywalker it'll work for a swift world and it worked for a skywalker And actually, what I really want is an Eric Hooker who is a duck. But <laughs> well, um, <laughs> who's a duck? Logan, that that sounded a lot like a. Oh, I want to be next. Uh, so one D twenty three, please. Twenty three. Oh, you're a warforged. <gasps> what is that? Uh, well, ro- you're a robot. I love warforged so much. Yeah, you're a robot. Yeah, you're a robot. You're a metal and wood robot. Warforged are made from wood and metal, but they can feel pain and emotion. Don't know why they would have programmed that in. They didn't program it in. So you can be a real boy. Build his weapons. They must now find a purpose beyond war. Ah, jeez. War's over, dog. War is over. Now I want to be a painter. (laughs) 
if you go to the next screen, that should be your class. Okay. And that is, uh, what did I say? A D14. Okay. I got a three. You are a bard. Ooh. Yeah. I just want to make music now. Right? <laughs> you are a painter. You do. Yeah. You do just want to make art. Mm-hmm. And then on the next screen, that's where you'll do, you'll um, add a group and then roll both of those groups of dice. Oh, my God. Yeah, you had the same reaction. It, I they really come out of you. It's real dice. Yeah, they really do. And they make noise. Why Why would a website oh, in 2021 know. play noise at me? Yeah, you can You can fix that. <laughs> you can choose the felt dice that don't rattle when they hit the... <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, uh, why can't I just have a thing that rolls all of them? I don't understand. I know. <laughs> Okay, I've got two sets, and I can choose one of them? Yeah. I'm choosing the one that's 14, 15, 18, 10, 11, 12. That's, that sounds great. Great rolls. That's a dope set. Yeah. <laughs> what does a bard need? Um, you need charisma. right? And, and charisma? probably dexterity if you're trying to shoot with, like, a crossbow. I don't know why I would shoot with a crossbow, but dexterity should enable me to paint better. Mm-hmm. Well, I hate to break it to you, but there are going to be monsters and fighting I, you know my character can confront that when it happens yeah. and deal with it he needs. Huh. Uh, I don't think he's very strong oh I've already given him he him but it's a warforged it's not really that doesn't really reek of gender I mean it can be the day I, th- I think they call Robo a he in Chrono Trigger. And that's what I always think of with Warforged, yeah. is I think of Robo from Chrono Trigger. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't played Chrono Trigger oh. because I'm, oh. I'm bad. Strength is 10. Dexterity is 15. Constitution is 11. Intelligence is 14. Wisdom is 12. And Charisma is 18. Excellent. All right. Well, apply those ability scores and click the next screen. My, I love how like <laughs> our random show is the the only place that I've ever had like good stats. <laughs> I know, I know, right? <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Okay, then next, and this screen is your um like languages and your background, all that stuff that we talked about, and it's where we can pick your character name, which the link is in the Discord if you want to choose. Um, yeah. Uh, like okay, Warforged, where are you Warforged. at? There you are. I'm doing it. Uh, I'm going to roll a D10 to figure out what my name is. Okay. There's some good names. Slasher. Woo! Slasher. I love it. <laughs> wow. I'm a clone from the Clone Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, roll a character. Yay. <laughs> 23 again. That, you rolled right. a 23? Are you kidding me? No, I'm just saying. No, I just. That's, oh, that's oh. Right. Okay, let me change these again because <laughs> I need that to be a choice and you're not going to roll a 23 twice. No. <laughs> I didn't roll a 23. I was just verifying that it's a 1D23. Nope, I know. I yeah, just yeah. look in my head. Okay. It's now what it's, happened now it's and I have to change it.
Okay, okay. it's two. <laughs> All right. Oh man, I can't tell you how excited I was that I thought you rolled a twenty-three. Okay, <laughs> I rolled. <laughs> I rolled a two. You rolled a two. You are a Asmar. As Asmar. 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 Is that how you say? Sucks to your Asmar. Asmar. Yeah, it's they. They are not good at naming these things. So, uh, most people say Asmar. 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 Okay. I think. All right. Well, in More like that, nine. Am I right? Whoa! <laughs> you you have also like like wheels. You have the ability to mm-hmm. roll the four um, subclasses. So, give me a D four. Two. All right. That is the skir- uh nope protector. Yeah. Just doing that one in order. <laughs> so you're an ASMR protector. I'm very excited. That's cool. I don't. I didn't really look into that one. I love them so much. Oh, good. I'm glad. Now I have to do class, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then on the next one, um, that's uh actually a D13. Four. Four. You are a ranger. Hey. I can't always win. Can <laughs> I? Yeah. Sorry. How many times have they tried to remake that class? So still so bad. <laughs> I I I played I a, uh, a ranger the that ranger. they did not play just too well, and they were great. <laughs> I got to take like sixteen turns before anybody else did, and by the time I finished my sixteen turns, there was nothing left for anybody else to do. I love games. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I'm taking my second group, which is an eight, ten, fifteen, thirteen, seventeen, seven. Okay. You wanna do your Name? Yeah. I have a base walking speed of 10 feet. (laughs) (laughs) I can fly at a speed of 30, though, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, as a fairy, that's really wicked fast. Sometimes I think about how fast (laughs) bugs can go. Or, like, Mm -hmm. even a small dog is, like, keeping up with me in the road. I'm like, man, buddy. You're really really good at fast. (laughs) Uh, All right. ASMR names. Uh, and I have to roll a d10. I got a four. Zoli. Z-O-L-I. Oh, that's a nice name. Yeah, I like Zoli. All right, well, that's it. Uh, We did it. We have characters. We sure do. We have Luke, Swift Whirl, we have Slasher, and we have Zoli. Not well. Zoli is not well read. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Not everyone can be. <laughs> I need a second. So our characters are... <laughs> mm-hmm. Logan is playing Slasher, a Warforged Bard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wheels is playing Luke, Swift World. Swift World, No. Luke no D. Swift Luke Whirl. Swift Whirl. Yes. Yeah. A fairy rogue. Greg is playing Zoli, an Asimer Ranger. And we have a fourth mysterious character <gasps> whose name is actually Valera. Oh. Mysteries already? Mysteries already. Jinkies. It's very funny. Valera. <laughs> I was debating for a second to say this or not. Valera was a character and it was an NPC name in the first game of D&D I ever played. 
Oh, wow. Really? No, wait, no, I got it wrong. It was <laughs> Valena. Uh, no, oh. Not Valera. Well, you just erase a little tiny bit of that in. And yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I um, did not make the character. I was a player. Typically, I use some version or um, diminutive or whatever of Valera as my characters. I'll use Vale mm. or Valera Me. or something like that. So when I rolled this character, literally Valera was one of the choices. So I did not roll a D10 to uh. see which one of those. I was like, well, <laughs> that's a version of Valera I have not used that's before. Cool. And I'm going to do it. Yeah, that was really Yay. cool. That's my grandmother's name, Valera. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Uh, she would not understand what we're doing right now. Anyway. <laughs> that's okay. Not even a little okay. bit. We're fine. You probably wouldn't understand some of her hobbies. Yeah. Yeah. Those are our characters. The setting. I'm going to tell you a little bit about the setting. We are playing in the South Reach. That's the the name of the region that the of the world that we're in. It's called the South Reach. I have a little map there for everyone to see um that I can share on uh you know the usual Twitters and Discords and places like that when we when this episode airs. Um Great. But South Reach is I don't know if you can tell, but a little isolated. It's a little, <laughs> it's a little hard to get to. It's a, it's like an island, yeah. Mountains are all We're around completely it. Completely surrounded, yeah. yeah. One of the mountains is a volcano, it looks like. Yes, one of them is a volcano. And it's uh, mostly cut off from the sea. There's a very narrow passageway, but it's treacherous and difficult to travel if you aren't from the area and very familiar with the oceans and current patterns and underlying yeah. rocks of the area. So uh, not a lot of people come to the South Reach. And I imagine not a lot of people leave either. <laughs> not a, that's true. That's true. Although I will say what I mean by that is large groups of people do not make it into or out of South Reach very But easily. you could like come here if you wanted. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can get here. Um, people can teleport here. I mean, there are ways for people, oh, yeah. for yeah, individuals yeah. or small groups of people to get to and from and to and to get to the the larger world which people in the south reach call the overcontinent so cool yeah this is a question i always have for D, &D worlds because mm -hmm. is teleportation prohibitively expensive for most individuals or like is magic like because some you know how some magic spells like like sure resurrection exists but you have to have like a full like perfect diamond or whatever yeah with it. Mm -hmm. Like, is that the case here? Yeah, so the the world of Southern Reach and the Overcontinent is a D&D-like um, setting, but it certainly mm. is not directly taken from any specific one. Um, and so for me, I think that teleportation is a thing that people can do if you have the right magics, but you know, it's like anything else. It costs money. If you don't know how mm -hmm. to do it and you have to pay someone else to do it for you, that's a thing. It is still called Uber. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called over. Cause it's from the overcome. Yes, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's called oh, over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's a little harder than just calling an Uber, but it's easier than spending your life savings. Um, what is not possible in, this particular setting is large group teleporting. So if a king, for example, 
decided to get their grubby little paws into the fertile fields of Southreach, they would have a lot of trouble because they can't get enough people through. Right. You got to do boats at that point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then the boats are a problem because you can't get through that narrow little passage. And then, you know, it's the one place in Southreach where everyone's like, well, I mean, we can keep you from coming through here. So put a guard there. (laughs) Yeah, You, you in fact, cannot invade us. So good trying. Um, People over the years have tried, but uh, it's just not until someone can figure out something about, you know, teleporting differently. um, It's not it's not feasible. But, you know, uh, about 200 years ago, there was in the southern area of Southreach, there's a large forest. Um, It is called Rockborough Forest is what it's called. Um, and it's a, it's a fairly large forest. You can see it there. All that little, f- that fluffy looking stuff near where you all are. Yeah. Is, um, that's all a forest. So that's all rock, rock burrow. Um, this doesn't, this part over here is just hills, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's not part of the forest. Yeah. I wish it had it color, but it doesn't. But yeah, so it's a, it's, you know, all, all of this around here is a forest. And then there's, um, in, the, in the forest, there was a citadel that some of the surrounding villages um, had banded together to send, you know, just whoever wanted to do it to go there and train so that, especially in that, that area where the boats can get through, um, you know, it was just a place where people could train. You could learn any kind of skill um, fighting or magic or whatever that would help not only with keeping the various monsters and things at bay that are that are around, but also if anyone does try to um, invade the area, which happens from time to time, there was always a group of trained people that could, you know, sort of handle it. And mm. obviously, like anywhere, there's skirmishes between towns and cities and villages and things like that from time to time. So, you know, there's there's a bit going on, and and so there was this citadel in Rockborough Forest. And it stood for about 100 years, and it was a time of peace in the Southern Reach in general, where when everyone was sending people there, um, they just all felt like a community, kind of, you know, and um, it was good for the area, and it was good for all the smaller places that needed, you know, protection from Creatures mostly. It's bad for business to get in a fight with your teacher or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah. But about 100 years ago, the Citadel fell and no one knows what happened. There's just stories mostly. Um, no one came out of it. Just one day, and 100 years is like everyone's kind of best guess because most people have mostly forgotten about this. But. Mm. It just one day no one was communicating anymore. And when they sent people in to find out what had happened, most of those people never came back. Um, Mm. And so now people that try to go to the forest or to the citadel, they either don't come back or if they do come back, they are um, changed. Mm. Um, Oh, Mm. how how do people change? Mm. It varies. Um, There's, it, again, it's rumor, you know, um, some people say that the shambling, unrecognizable creature that came out was definitely their cousin Bob that went in. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> it's hard to say. 
it could had be a very it could not feel be. about that mound. Yeah. Getting a very yeah. Bob vibe. He was still right wearing now. his Bob name tag. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and it certainly wasn't because it <laughs> ate Bob. Because <laughs> why would it put it on its chest slightly off center from its mouth, I think. I'm just it asking questions. Bob. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not stating facts. I'm just asking important questions. And you're too afraid to answer them. <laughs> It's become a thing. Everyone knows about it, but no one really talks about it. It's mostly legend. What you do know is that in the village where you live, the village is called um, High Rest. And in the village of High Rest, there's a bit of a tradition. Um, before the harvest, um, around the Liars Festival, which is a celebration. It's basically Halloween, but it's um, oh. not just for children. It's for everybody. Everyone sort of dresses up. and It's the most wonderful time. <laughs> <laughs> to, Luke, to Luke, this is the best holiday of the year. Yes. Yeah. Obviously. Oh, I think Slasher is confused. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, everyone dresses up or puts on glamour magic or whatever. Um, the, the thing I thought that was fun about it is that there are pumpkins, um, just like we have, where you light a candle. So the pumpkin is representing the person and the candle, the light inside represents who they truly are. And as long as the candle is lit, um, the lies and the embarrassing acts that you do during liar's night don't harm your reputation. (laughs) Yeah. So it's, it's like a cute version of the um what's that movie where you do it whatever you want purge. To. yeah purge? it's like a cute <laughs> version of the purge, Very fun purge. <laughs> yeah the pg um, ver- purge <laughs> Mis- mischief purge i love the prequel trilogy and uh no one can come at me tomorrow for that <laughs> <laughs> yes exactly um and so you risk being cursed by mask and lyra which are the two gods that are being honored by this night um, if you damage someone's pumpkin or turn, or blow out their light. So people tend not to, especially in high rest. I mean, it's a pretty happy village. People like each other. And this is just a fun night. And people mostly keep it to pranks. And um, so the candy tradition comes from people pickpocketing each other. And so <laughs> you would just keep candy in your pockets and that's what people just take you know, candy out of mm. your pockets. And so it's really fun and everyone loves liars night, except for maybe slasher. <laughs> I like, is it, is this slasher's first liars night? I think it might be. Do we know uh, each other by the way? Yes, right, you I, do. You do know each other. I will let case, slasher. Luke is putting candy is pickpocketing candy into Slasher's pockets so that Slasher can be pickpocketed by other people and have the candy taken away that Slasher didn't know yet. Uh, Slasher, so I don't, I mean, Slasher's a robot, so I don't know that he's wearing clothes, um, but I think but you put I'm, it in like, in in like joints. crevices and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And, and every time I do, like I'm a- going, <laughs> <laughs> what is, what, what? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I think Zoli just keeps eating candy out of their own pockets. Like, they're just, just like, absent-mindedly mm, constantly good. reaches in. It's like, oh, that's right. Candy's here. You know, it tastes better if you steal it from someone first. <laughs> I'm stealing it from my own pocket because I keep forgetting I put it there. I like that. That's fun. 
Wow. <laughs> Why does everyone look different? <laughs> um, so yeah, so the three of you are hanging out, and um, as the night wears on, you also meet up with your friend, Valera. Um, she she is your friend, and you do hang out, but she's not like a main part of your group. Mm. Mm. She's a little bit of a loner, but she she you you're the three people in the village that include her the most, um, mm. and are the most willing to think about including her when she's like doesn't think to ask if she can come along or doesn't think to like leave her house for days and you're always right, like, like the three hey. of us are friends but we're also <laughs> like oh no one's gonna invite valera right. if we don't if yeah we don't. Mm. yeah 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 she's not straight you know she's just she's a well i will say she's a kalashtar oh so yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah so she's um what is that basically she's bound the way i i don't know if i a hundred percent understand or remember what i read but um she's bound to like a spirit but like not a good spirit mm. so she's maybe a little spooky to other people in the village yeah yeah but we're a bunch a little... of fucking weirdos so we're like yeah you can come with us we'll just tell them, we'll just tell them it's a halloween costume <laughs> she they sounds are... exactly like she sounds like shoka from neo the world ends with you <laughs> yeah I mean, so Kalistar and Ebron are humans that have bound themselves to a s- dream spirit. Cool. So yeah, but I think have it, two souls. It's also like their families did it. It's not necessarily yeah. even that they chose to do it themselves. Mm. Yeah, it's 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 wild. Yeah, sounds so, neat. Yeah, it is interesting, but I think that she doesn't know a lot about her own self. And she's also she doesn't know a lot about her. Um, they're called. Um, oh, it doesn't matter anyway. She doesn't know a lot <laughs> about her, any of it. Um, so she's just sort of finding her way. Um, and she, yeah, she just comes across as a little creepy. She's a little. She's a little bit fox molder. <laughs> she joins up with you, and so uh, one more one more piece that I forgot to say. So um, this is what I started. So before Liar's Night. Or on Liars Night, there's a tradition of the the younger adults. Um, so think of like your 18, 19, 20 year olds that mm. are trying to prove themselves. They're trying to show that they're grown ups. Um, they're you know just not quite. They're in that in between. I'm not a kid, but I'm not grown up, and I don't know what anything is. <laughs> they have a bit of a tradition where they like to go into the forest, the Rockborough Forest, and there's a particular tree that's kind of deep in the forest and you, you just go in and you carve your name and you come home and you try to do all of that before dawn. It's a bit of a journey, but typically it goes okay. You know, there's, there's a few um, people have had some close calls and some weird things happen, but for the most part, it's spooky and it's fun and people just sort of, and if you don't do it, you're a coward. Exactly. It's a rite of passage. So as you're all hanging out. I am grown. (laughs) (laughs) As you're all hanging out for Liar's Night, um, Valera comes up and she says, are you all doing the right? Yes, I must prove that I am grown. Of course. Although I have never grown. Am I grown? Well, you will be if you sign your name. Excellent. (laughs) You coming with you, Valera? I don't know. I'm very... Yes, you are. Let's go. Oh, no, 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 no. I wanted to know if you were going, but 
Well, I Come mostly on. I just wanted to know if Chicken. you were going. <laughs> it's okay. I I don't think that it actually proves anything. I mean, we should just go because it's the thing to do, right? Okay. It'd be better with four of us than three because more numbers are better. Um, I suppose so, but I, I, again, mostly I wanted to know if you were going uh, so that I would know the information um, and so that I would know if you, to know, um, this isn't going well. I just wanted to know if you were going so I could be thinking about you and that's all. I didn't, I wasn't planning to go. That is kind. You would be welcome. We're going to start going. Okay. If you change your mind, we will be in that direction. Yes. Catch you on tomorrow's normal, boring, not liar's night. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Liar's night is interesting. Okay, I'll be on the lookout for you to come back. Hooray. Don't hold your breath. That would be for longer than the five minutes that would take to for your brain to die. Exactly. Oh, oh no, I forgot. There was, I had a real reason. Oh, <laughs> well, I do want to think about you, but um, I was worried about you and I had been collecting these things and I thought maybe, well, you might need these. It's dangerous to go alone, right? Oh, me <laughs> first, me first. And she has a bundle that she's just been holding <laughs> while she was talking to you, completely forgetting what the purpose mm. of this was. Um, and this is where you're going to get your items that we didn't give you um, before. Hey! So I should just roll for each of the, we should all just be rolling for all of the little options and then just mark Yeah, yeah, get. just, yeah, cool. just roll however many things are on your, on your list and then for each option. Uh, I have a longsword, an entertainer's pack, which is a backpack, a bedroll, two costumes, five candles, five days of rations, a water skin, and a disguise kit, and then a loot. I got a, let's see, I got a short sword, a short bow with 20 arrows, and an explorer's pack. Uh, And then by default, I also get leather armor, two daggers, thieves tools, I think that's from Rogue. Um, and then I get a musical instrument for my background, which is Fay Lost. I'm doing a uh, drum. I get set a traveler's clothes, uh, and a pouch with eight gold. All right. And that's it. I have leather armor, two short swords, a dungeoneer's pack, a long bow. And then because I am a cloistered scholar, I have mm. my cloister scholar robes and a book I borrowed. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that's cool. Okay. I love it. So yeah, these are the thing some the weapons specifically are the things that she's collected for you. Um uh, the rest of it is just stuff that you that's you. Yeah. So she gave me a long sword? Mm-hmm. This reminds me of the old times. Oh. <laughs> that's scary. You'll have to tell me about those. I killed a lot of people with swords. Wow. You got a count? No. What if you got a bit higher score than me? Uh, I guess he would have a count. Oh, jeez. <laughs> what? What? Uh, <laughs> you all right. can roll a D100 if you want, or a D whatever. I'm gonna roll a 1D420. <laughs> 284. Yeah, definitely more than me. Wow, that's a lot of people, Slasher. I guess he got the name for it. Yes. 
<laughs> As you travel through the forest, um, it's dark. There's lots of new sounds, and and none of you have ever been this far into the forest. Um, I know that um, whatever past things that Slasher has done, I don't know if they included the forest, but in terms of this forest and the sort of lore around it, um, this is certainly an unsettling sort of thing. Um, Is there any kind of conversation happening as you go, or... How how are y'all feeling about the uh, the events? You figure this place is just scarier because we know about the citadel that collapsed, killing presumably a th- metric buttload of people. Or do you think it's just the forest itself is scarier than normal forests? Yes. <laughs> a little bit of column A, column B. I mean, both are very unsettling if you really think about it for a long time. Many people have died in many forests. I try not to think of anything for a long time. Zoli grabs a branch and touches it. And because I get light as a feature of being who I am, the branch lights up like a weird torchy beacon. Pretty. This will help. Thank you. Yeah, so as you're walking along... You start to hear a few sounds um, mm. around you. You're getting a bit closer to the to the tree, um, or where you've been told that it is. And the and the pathway it's it's a little bit marked. You can tell. I mean, people as they go along. Um, your village isn't large, so this doesn't even happen like every year. This is occasional when someone, you know, it is old enough to do it. Um, They've left little trinkets and um, just little markers along the path um, for the next person. So it's it's not, um, as the forest has grown up around those things, it does obscure it a bit. But you can basically pick out the way you're supposed to go. And then as you approach the clearing where the tree is, and I'm going to move us to there. Mm. Does this look familiar? It's it from does. the book. Yeah. I know this book. map. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, wait a minute. Yeah, so I um when I rolled up the um the different uh, encounters that we were going to have for the next, you know, the next couple that I that I pre-rolled, um I pulled the maps from the book so that we could use those. Fun. So, nice. Yeah. Um this particular map in the book, oh, I I renamed it. I renamed it to uh Rockborough Forest, but in the book, I think it's called the Champions Clearing. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> that was my thing. <laughs> I remember writing something about that. Yeah, it's each um, section represented a season. A season, yeah. So on the map, there's like a little. Some of the trees are in winter, some are in fall, yeah. some are in spring yeah. and summer. Um, and um, so in the book, you know, there's um. Obviously, each setting. So this is the forest slash swamp setting. Um, and when I rolled for this encounter, um, I'll tell you which number I rolled in, in just a few minutes. Um, but each map that's included in the book has a few encounters that are meant to go with that map. So each one has like four to five, I think, encounters mm-hmm. that go with that map. So you could fit mo- a lot of the encounters on that on that location's table into mm-hmm. any of the maps, but there are a few 
encounters that are tailor made for the maps. Yeah. 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 Um, and the well, the the maps were tailor made. That's true. From the yes. wordings in the yeah. Um, so uh, when I rolled this specific encounter because I knew we were starting in a forest, I wanted to make sure I rolled one that was from that. So um, I I did roll until I picked the numbers that right. they're also highlighted in the book, um, which will help players when they're trying to figure out what's what. They're highlighted with a red circle, so I just picked those yeah. red circle numbers and then was like, okay, all these can apply to this map, and rolled those. And what I rolled was um, encounter number, let me get to it, because I can't remember the number right this now. This is in the forest table, presumably. This is in the forest swamp table. Um, it's encounter number 24. Ooh. Um, which is, and, and I'm, I'm not going to read every single thing from the book yeah. during the show. It's fun. Yeah, <laughs> but especially like right here at the beginning and, and these these that are, um, you know, they're just fun, like you said. <laughs> so the encounter is, this part of the woods is dying from rot and decay, including the animated trees that live in this area. The rot has robbed them of their will and they lash out at anyone who gets too close. Oh, oh no. Oh, so yeah. Some of our things were sad. <laughs> uh, before anything bad starts happening, Luke says, "Does the branch on that tree look like a frown?" <laughs> it is sad. Every- Everything looks sad because it's dark and spooky. I don't know if that's an actual representation of their feelings or our projection no, 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 no. And- of how we feel towards them. Luke covers up to your scary. head and tilts it like twenty degrees. Look at it like this. You can tell for sure. <laughs> oh, that's a very unhappy tree. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, so as you get up to the clearing where you you see where the tree is meant to be, um, you can see the tree, um, but everything does look a little different than what you've heard. Um, it's hmm. not... Uh, it's just not exactly how your older friends have described it. Um, they felt like it was a much cheerier sort of place, an odd place for sure, but not as spooky um, and certainly no frowny tree branches. This is it? What a ripoff. Um, <laughs> you sure we're at the right tree? This is the precise coordinates, yes. Well, how do you know that the tree didn't move? I... Uh, I don't, I don't know that. Do trees move often? Q, E, B. <laughs> what? It means, it's what you say when you're right. I don't know what it means. <laughs> That's letters that aren't used a lot, and U usually comes after Q. Well, you know, it's a little, it's a little so, unorthodox. It's a little erudite, you know, it's, it's, it's cultured. And as Luke says that, a little shrub. Oh! <laughs> it's oh. So cute. Uh. A little shrub sort of moves in a kind of an odd way. That shrub is moving. Uh, he- hello, plant buddy? And from around that shrub comes, well, you're not entirely sure. It seems to be made entirely of sharp sticks, and it's looking at you with 
some genuine malice. Take your costume, bro. I don't think these are costumes. Well, I mean, it's scary and it's liar's night. What else would it be? And with that, from around the corner comes one more. And we roll for initiative. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at VREcast or email us at hi at VRE.show. Check out our website at VRE.show for a listening guide, links to everyone's Twitter, and our shop for some neat O merch. Buy our book at bit.ly forward slash random book with a capital R and B. You've been hearing encounters from that book in this very episode. If you want to help us out, you can rate and review the show or tell a friend about us. If you enjoy what we do, consider backing us on Patreon. We release a bonus show each month along with a bunch of other extras. Check it out at patreon.com slash VRE. To all our patrons, thanks for supporting us. Thank you. Thank you. I want you to know that 2023 20, mm-hmm. was the, um, it was another fairy. It was another fairy. <laughs> and yep. I really thought you had done it. And I was just like, wow, amazing. <laughs> <laughs>